message of the cross with man's wisdom. And he even challenges some of that day. And he calls different uh, individuals to stand as witnesses. And I'll, I'll show that to you in just a moment. But I want you to see where Paul is putting out three different attitudes as I try to wrap this thing up in the next 10 minutes or so. I want you to see where Paul points out three different attitudes towards the cross. Okay? They say that we cannot mix the wisdom of man with the real message of God. How are the cross? We cannot mix those. We bring out three attitudes of those and what they have towards the cross. First of all, it says in verse 23, look there if you will. In verse 23, he says, But we preach cross crucified. Now here's the attitude of one group of people. He said, This is a stumbling block to Jews. So the first thing I want you to see is that some people stumble at the cross. Some people just can't get over that. You see, the Jewish people were people that were always looking for a miraculous sign. I mean, just think about their history. Think about their exodus. Think about coming from Egypt into the Promised Land and all the, all the miraculous signs that their forefathers in got to see where God was not. I mean, their history is filled with miraculous signs. Would you agree? Think about the prophet Elijah and Elisha. It's how Elijah did twice as many more miraculous miracles that, that Elijah did. And think about the, the heritage of the Jewish people and how they were constantly filled with, with these miraculous signs. Well, in fact, you remember, whenever Jesus was walking on the earth, the Jews were always looking for a what? A sign. Matter of fact, they were always coming to Jesus, especially the Jewish leaders. They would say, do a trick for us. If you're really who you say you are, perform a miracle. If you're really this and you're really that, show us a sign. Remember, Jesus' response to all of that was this. You know what he said? You don't need sign. Because salvation in Christ comes by faith, and not the signs of wonders and mysterious things. Now, we have a group of people today in our world, our culture, that's how they have back in Paul's day. That needed to just kind of stumble. See, the cross to them appears to be weak. And therefore, they need to see something miraculous and something powerful and some kind of a sign for God. And many people stumble over the cross simply because they view it as, as a weakness. And we see that all through the Old Testament with the Jews taking it to the head. Um, the next thing he says in verse 23 there, we preach Christ crucified. Now remember, he's talking about the cross. We preach Christ crucified. He's stumbling back to the Jews. But then he said, Foolishness for the Gentiles. Now, this was the response of the Greeks. They thought this to be foolish. In other words, whenever they looked to the crucifixion of Jesus from a human standpoint, it was a tremendous sign of weakness and foolishness. Why would any religion be built on something such as that? That's what the Greek scholars and intellects would be saying. It's foolishness to them. So I like what Paul does. He calls in verse number 20. Look what he does. He calls three of their scholars to the witness stand. What he says in verse number 20. Where is the wise man? Where's the wise man? And he says, where's the scholar? And where is the philosopher? And he asks them all, as you read that passage of scripture, he's asking the wise man, the scholar, the philosopher, those who think that the cross of Christ is foolish and that it's weak, he's asking them, in all of your studies, 
Of this, we'll be all 
Thank you. 